Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 5, Episode 15 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you again for joining us as we begin our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials found in the week of January the 16th to January the 22nd and we're looking in the book of John uh, this week for the first time this year in John chapter 1 to just one chapter uh, which we're looking at today. Uh, and today we're going to look uh, at the start of John chapter 1. It's not a particularly short chapter as such. I mean, it's not long. It's, it's not a particularly long chapter. It's not particularly short either. It's just over 50 verses. But there is so much uh, within this. And we might only get through the first five verses this morning. Um, but we shall see uh, what we gain from it. Uh, firstly, in these first uh, five verses or so of John chapter 1, we're going to look at who... John said the Saviour was. Um, It's interesting, actually. This kind of gives us another reminder about what the focus of each of the Gospels is on. Um, For Matthew, it was, this is Christ. Um, He was born of of God, and Joseph was his father. He was descended from David. And here are the wise men, and here are the people, and the the, uh, escape into Egypt. So the prophecies are all fulfilled. This shows he is the Messiah. Uh, with Mark, he actually doesn't mention his birth story at all. It starts straight away, pretty much with his baptism, and dives straight into his ministry with the miracles and the uh, all the incredible things that happen around the Saviour um, and the kind of um, human side of Christ uh, that we see. Uh, in Luke, uh, where there's a focus on this is the Christ, he, is, he was born of Mary, he was... Um, testified of by people who were outcasts and so here is the Christ and then John uh, as we know his focus in his um, gospel is about the divinity of Christ a high Christology as it's called uh, where the focus of this book is very much on how he is the son of God um, and so the beginning of this of this first chapter is very much focused on um the divine attributes and qualities of Christ. In fact, in John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, you'll notice first that the first phrase of in the beginning parallels very closely uh, with the beginning of Genesis. And this is something that's done very uh, purposefully by John. That again, using this phrase, in the beginning um, was the word and the word was with God, uh, is trying to get across just how much and how um, how complete the power of, of the Saviour was um, before he came to the earth. And this is something which, um, as members of the church, we, we fully believe that Christ had an identity before this life. Um, of course, for other Christians, this will indicate that it's because he is God. He is one of the Trinity. Uh, and so that is how he had an identity before this life as the Father. Um, but we understand that slightly differently uh, in the sense that Christ um, was always um, divine, that he uh, progressed and developed to a point of Godhood. Uh, before he came to this life, and that is why he was the pre-mortal Jehovah. Um, he was indeed the God of the Old Testament. He was, in fact, um, full of power and of 
divine qualities before this life and he came to this earth as a perfect being um despite being born as a, as an infant and having to grow up in this world he was he was perfect already uh, and he needed to come to this earth for a few factors one to receive a body of his own but also to perform his mission of the atonement uh, so um this again just gets across just the divine attributes of the savior as we spoke about earlier um so this uh there's a few names talked about of the savior in these five verses and then we'll focus on the first one to begin with the first one is the word um the word meaning the kind of law i suppose when we think of him being the word we think of this um, directive this instruction given that people need to follow the word uh, to be followed and what i like about this beginning with john is that there is a few words given if we just had the christ described as the word um then we might think that he is quite strict he is quite law focused he is um you know um, he is a god of order which is important and i think is uh, necessary um and and it, we need to be aware of that and be grateful for that aspect of him. But if that was the only aspect that we're introduced to, then it would be maybe seem a bit cold or distant. Um, but, of course, we know that isn't the case. Um, we'll um, have a look at um, for the other words that are kind of used to describe him. Uh, after in verse three it says all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made so again just a reminder of the importance of the divinity of the savior in these verses then uh, in verse four it introduced a couple more ways to describe him Uh, in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehendeth it not Uh, so he is also light, he is also life, um, and these are important attributes as well. Uh, Delvatel Stapley said this, quote, Since the cloak of glory is the mantle of responsibility, it behooves us not only to obtain all the light and truth we can, but to use the intelligence we have to alter our lives to conform more closely to the example so beautifully portrayed in the life of Jesus. Christ is referred to by John the Beloved as the Word, and appropriately so, because he was and is the messenger of salvation to all nations and people. He is the light and life of men. No one can come into the eternal presence of God the Father except through his beloved Son, our Saviour, who is the light and redeemer of the world. To define light and truth, therefore, further, I quote from another revelation wherein the Lord commands his people to give heed to the words of the eternal life and to live by every word that proceedeth forth from the mouth of God. Close quote. Um, these words of word light and life uh, are so intertwined i feel and they also provide us with um, ways that we can come closer to the savior in our own actions Um, for me i was kind of pondering over this and the word light and life uh, indicated three ways in which we could develop our lives daily and kind of plan not goals as such but plan a framework around how we, we can come close to the savior the word meaning you know the words that he says uh the instructions he gives and the things that he teaches and we read those daily in the scriptures 
We can also study those daily by reading um, the words of the living day prophets, apostles and general church leaders. Uh, we can also look at the light and how light often refers to the light of Christ, which is the thing that we have initially in our lives before we then receive the Holy Ghost, the promptings of the Holy Ghost and then the gift of the Holy Ghost. And so how we can have light in our life is seeking that inspiration and that guidance that not only do we need to read the words and study the words that are given by the word of God, uh, but also uh, we need to seek the inspiration of his light. Uh, and we do so by prayerfully studying. We do so by tuning ourselves into the spirit and listening to the promptings and inspirations of the spirit. So light is an important part of our daily spiritual lives as well. And then the life, um, the life of Christ uh, imbues all of us to, to want to do good. He is the life. He provides eternal life. He showed how to live our lives. And so a third thing we can do each day to come close to the Saviour is, is consider how we live uh, amongst others, particularly what Christ would do if he was living our life. Um, how we serve and bless the lives of others is an important aspect uh, of our daily lives. And so as well as studying, as well as connecting to the Spirit through prayer and through listening um, purposefully and meditating, um, the life that we live um, in terms of the way we serve others is an important aspect of our daily lives as well. So that just kind of came into my thoughts and mind about the word, the light and the life and how this can be applied to our lives today. Um, we are going to have to stop there. It's almost time and we've barely reached five verses, but I did think that those first five verses or so would provide us a lot to go into. There's a, It's a one chapter of study this week, but it's a very deep uh, study. So uh, we'll continue with that tomorrow. Please do join us as we continue and dive into knowing more of who is this Christ um, that um, John is speaking of. Thank you so much for your time and until we meet again.